everything else felt good. My breathing felt good. I felt like I could do it mentally. I was there. I wasn't exhausted. It was just this nagging pain in my left side. And I would try to run differently to try to compensate to make the pain go away. And then when Dwayne and I were talking, he had wanted to do a Disney run for quite some time. And I said way back when, oh, if I ever do a Disney run, it'll, you know, I'm going to do a 13.1, do something big. I wanted it to be really be memorable and, mm -hmm. and special and um, something that I could really remember forever. So here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, educator, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hello, healthy runners. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. I'm very excited to share this episode with you. What I want to know is, are you a frustrated runner that keeps getting injured? Do you think you would never be able to run 13.1 miles because you don't have the body to be a runner? Well, my wife thought the same thing, so I figured I'd bring her on the show to share her story and her experience doing her first half marathon and our first Run Disney experience, the only in-person race we actually did in 2020 before this crazy pandemic went down. So Deb shares how she felt before beginning to train for a half marathon and how she overcame her hamstring injury. We integrate the principles of training in order to run to Deb's real life story, as well as talk about the importance of progressing exercises with your training Last, but certainly not least, you will actually hear my little daughter, Gabby, give her first cameo on the podcast. I hope this real case story helps you realize that there are solutions to your pain and that you can run 13.1 miles, even if in-person races are not happening anytime soon. If you want a half marathon challenge, run one of the virtual half marathons that are being put out there right now during this time to help keep you sane during this whole coronavirus pandemic. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Without further ado, here is my interview with Deb Scotty, otherwise known as my wife. It is a, a random Tuesday night, and this is a random occurrence because I am home right now. And so since I was home, I figured I needed to bring on a guest. Um, for those of you that don't know, this is the one, the only uh, Deborah Scotty. Say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so I, I kind of, as you can see, coerced her to uh, jump on here because I wanted to share Deb's story with all of you because there are many runners that I talk to, many runners that I work with, and I feel like a lot of the things that Deb went through during her training for the Disney half, for those of you who just been banning Facebook for a week and you sh you deleted the app from your phone and you didn't know that we were down in Disney, um, we did just uh, come back from our first run Disney experience for both of us. And this was actually Deb's first time doing a half marathon. 
I really wanted to kind of share her story with many of you because I think there's a lot of things that are struggling and that people are struggling with. So Corey, thank you for jumping on here. Deb, what's going on? Deb and Deb, we got Deb squared here tonight. <laughs> and Rochelle, good to see you. Thank you for jumping on. So first question I have for you is, are you a runner? I never considered myself a runner. Okay, why is that? Um, I never ran long distances before or could have been consistent. I felt like I struggled a lot with injuries or breathing or consistency, I guess. So when was actually the first time that you ran or the first road race? Do you remember? Uh, yes. My first road race was um, Pettit in 2014. Okay. So that was the Pettit 5K in July. Yes. Um, it was very hot. Yes. Very warm. I remember that one. I was a little dazed and confused after yeah, that Yes, one. you were. You almost yeah. passed out. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was a little interesting. Um, and then you ran uh, Labor Day though, right? Hi, 5K Wes. a couple of times. <laughs> there you go. Give a shout out. What's up, Wes? Okay. So this was so about like five years ago? Ran yes. the first race? <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. And you don't consider yourself a runner because you, you usually got injured. What kind of injuries did you have in the past? Um, uh, well, I used to sprain my ankles a lot, pretty often. So I'd have to take a break every so often. Um, and then I experienced back pain and then it was knee and hip and it's pretty much been hip and lower back for about a year. Okay. And you did have, so in the past when you did ramp up your mileage so that one summer where you like ran crazy number of miles for yes. you what did you wind up getting in your hip oh i Remember? got a stress fracture i did okay so you and did, i was on crutches that was a good time and that was the most mileage that you ever did in your life right? yes yeah okay yes because i was feeling good in the summer and i kept running longer distances in the summer and then I was getting ready to run the Christopher Martin in December and about a month or two weeks prior to that, I got a stress fracture in my hip. Right. So for those of you that are here on the live, if you've ever felt like Deb before where you've had an injury, um, just type in injury below and you've kind of been there before and you can kind of relate um, to kind of what she's um, talking about is, you know, having that injury and you either are questioning yourself, number one, whether or not you could be a runner, or you're questioning whether or not you should be running. Um, just type in injury. I just am curious to see how many people kind of feel that same way, um, and you're kind of questioning whether or not you should be continuing or if you can continue on um, as a runner. Okay, so now take us to this year and what made you start training? Did you initially set for 2019 or 2020 to like run a half marathon? No. Okay. So in at the end of 2018, I basically, that was almost two years of not being consistent. I would run maybe once a week or once every other week and I'd feel winded. Um, I felt exhausted. Um, I just had a lot of health issues. Um, with my body and just breathing and eating and stomach and it just was not good. And so I decided in 2019, I was going to be consistent. And that was kind of my goal, even though I don't have new year's resolutions, my goal for 2019 was just to be consistent and 
two, three miles. That's all I wanted to do two, three to four times a week. That's about it. Okay. So I just wanted to do that for 52 weeks. So this is actually good because we actually didn't talk about this or plan this at all. Um, but I knew there would be some golden nuggets that would come out and reinforce some of the things that we talked about last night on Monday Night Spark. Last night, if you haven't checked it out, check that out, as well as the previous weeks. Remember, the previous weeks, guys, if you have not seen that one, go to the Topics tab, Monday Night Spark. You're going to find the one we did two weeks ago, which sets the foundation and kind of like my five principles, the five tips in order to be a healthy runner, right? And that's the whole purpose of creating this group, right? We want you guys to be healthy runners, be able to hit your race goals, be able to run your first 13.1, your first 26.2, get a PR in your 5K in the spring, right? So that's our goal. That's my goal. That's my mission is to be able to reach more runners because I was treating a lot of injured runners for the first 16 years of my career. And now my goal is to help empower you guys so you can have the principles and the tips and Honestly, I'm not even going to lie. Um, I didn't really like sit down with my wife and, you know, like develop this in-depth, detailed plan for her because um, I'm kind of a little busy, right? So, you know, usually it's the family that gets the shaft, right? So when I get home at like nine or 10 at night, you know, I don't exactly have the most energy after working like 16 hour day um, to come and do some programming and do some manual therapy techniques and set some programs up. But one thing that I heard, number one, you said one word that really stuck out of my mind was consistent, that you're consistent this year in your running. And did you really like go out there like Guns a blazing, <laughs> you boy Deme. Um, sorry, we are watching right now. The blacklist. The blacklist. So for those of you that don't know, we good don't show. watch TV. Really good. What show. we do is we just binge watch Netflix when we do our laundry, and uh, now we're on the blacklist. So I know it's like old now. Like yes. You guys probably watched it six years ago, but um, it's a great show. We enjoy it. Um, so did you go out like hard out of the gates, like last January or last spring? No. So in like, what did your runs look like when you just started out? How many one, miles were you? One. Running? One mile. One yeah. mile. My goal was just to do one mile, and I was winded, and I—I I mean, I—I I felt like I was 90 years old every time I would go out and run. It was really difficult, and so I, um, would would just say, okay, just keep going, and just a little bit of time. And I hate the winter, so I hate running in the cold. I hate being cold. So everything about January and running and being outside and bundled up was just not great. Um, considering I didn't feel great, and but I kept doing it. And probably within three months, I started feeling better, and I said, okay, I can do this. And so I would do it twice, um, two miles. And then, yeah, I pretty much did two miles, five days a week. That was what I did. So my goal was then 10 miles a week. Um, and I did that probably until maybe July. So this really what Deb really implemented is principle number five in that whole five tips for healthy running and kind of the foundation that we talked about is number one, being consistent and then training smart, training smart with proper progression. She really did a slow ramp up. She wasn't kind of anxious to get out there and get those miles in. It was a slow ramp up. It was very slow, but methodical. And it allowed her to allow her body to adapt to being able to run 13.1 miles the other day. And 
she would you ever thought you would be able to run 13.1 miles no no honestly no so a little historical perspective alignment wise deb's not built with the best bony structure hips go really in they're antiverted so like knees point in um there's a lot of like alignment issues as well as lower leg instability like she had mentioned multiple ankle sprains so she was a dancer so there was a lot of things working against her to not be a runner right so it wasn't like the ideal person where i'd be like oh you can be a runner right so and that's how she was feeling and so that's why it's important to allow your body to adapt to the stresses of running and to gradually build up like she did so now let's take us to your first really injury that you started getting in i don't know you were complaining to me for like a couple months if feels like it was and i finally months. finally had the time to take a look yep and the and how that came about was i was feeling good with two miles for five days a week so 10 miles total and then i said okay maybe i can make like friday my long my long run so i decided all right friday i'll do three miles this week and then the next next friday i did four miles and then i said huh Okay, but as I was doing that, I was getting left lower back pain and it kind of went through my buttock muscle into my upper hamstring. Um, and it was just hurting. So I was trying, it was really weird when I was running. Um, everything else felt good. My breathing felt good. I felt like I could do it mentally. I was there. I wasn't exhausted. It was just this nagging pain in my left side. And I would try to run differently to try to compensate to make the pain go away. And then when Dwayne and I were talking, he had wanted to do a Disney run for quite some time. And I said, way back when, oh, if I ever do a, a Disney run, it'll, you know, I'm going to do a 13.1 because I'm going to make it worth it, right? If we're going to go down there, it's going to be, I'm not going to just run a, a 5K. I'm going to do something that's going to be worth it. And no offense to the 5K runners no, out none, there. No, none, none whatsoever. <laughs> I think it's wonderful, but. I mean, just to travel all that way, I just felt like I wanted to do something big. I wanted it to be really be memorable and, mm -hmm. and special and um, something that I could really remember forever. Yeah. So let me just catch up here. Um, so Michelle says she's been there. She's had injuries like that before. Um, Deb says injuries time a million. <laughs> um, Cindy, thank you so much for joining. Morgan, good to see you. Rebecca, thank you for joining. And Bianca, good to see you. And thank you for joining. And so you started getting this hamstring pain. Um, so what did we do at that point? So Dwayne said, let's register. The timing will work out perfectly in January. Our daughters are extremely busy with their activities. Um, but craziness, they didn't have a competition that weekend. Yes, they still had crazy activities, but no competitions where we would be missing. So I said to Dwayne in the beginning of October, if you want to register for this race, the deadline was October 8th. Um, if you want to register, you need to look at my body <laughs> and make sure I could do it because I'm not going to sign up and I'm not going to commit to something and fall apart in December because I would just feel defeated. So I All put right. the pressure on and he did it. Put, <laughs> I actually took it seriously. It was like if I was doing a real evaluation on one of you. Yes. I took an hour out, blocked, blocked it out, brought up the treatment table, had it out in the living room i actually had her go out onto the road i videotaped her running form like i wasn't going to take shortcuts here i was like all right let's all right i can i can be able to diagnose and fix this like let me take care of my wife here she wants to be able to run so i went all out it was a full session i even wrote down notes i didn't take shortcuts and we found something that's very common that i see in a lot of you guys is upper hamstring pain, tendinopathy, we call it a tendon problem. 
So with the hamstring muscle, and a lot of time it's contributing factors are the glutes that are not activating. We talked about that in last night's uh, live, and a lot of you wanted the glute activation exercises. So that video series that I gave you guys, and I dropped that link in the live, um, I actually gave to Deb after we did some manual therapy techniques. So we did some things to decrease her pain. We did some dry needling. We did some soft tissue work. Um, we showed her exactly how to gently stretch it without increasing pain and got her on the program. My schedule got super busy, so I really couldn't follow up with her frequently, unfortunately. Um, we did meet again in, in November and then December okay. again. So you basically went about a month, six weeks yes. with your own program. Mm -hmm. So the program I devised, she mm -hmm. was consistent Every with day. the exercises. Seven days a week. She was doing them before her runs in the morning. I would see her doing her exercises, um, which was key. So I think one of the take-home points here, guys, is when you, you do have pain and you have a problem that's impacting your running ability and you can't increase your mileage because you're having pain, don't think that the solution needs to be this big, you know, time commitment where you need to go to physical therapy for three times a week and you need to like leave work early, take time off of work, figure out where you're doing with the kids and all of that. Cause we're as busy as you guys are. They have a million activities. Um, our schedules are super busy with our jobs and you know, I, basically did one session really provided her with the tools, the videos. And one of them was that glute activation series I gave you guys. And then she implemented it. So it was up to her. She had to implement it. And then we did follow up. We did another session doing the manual work. And then the key is progressing those exercises. So you don't do the same exercises forever. So those of you who ever went to PT before, um, five years ago, 10 years ago, if you are doing the same exact exercises that you were doing five or 10 years ago, you need an upgrade. <laughs> you should be upgrading because your body has adapted and there are progressions. And in, in order for your body to continue to get stronger and adapt and prevent injury, you need those necessary progressions in your training in order to prevent those injuries from creeping back. Um, so I hope that makes sense to you guys. Janet, thank you for jumping on here. Good to see you. Nicole's on and Linda, good to see you as well, uh, as well as Amber. Um, so we're just sharing those of you that just jumped on here. We're sharing Deb's story. I figured I get the fam on here and <laughs> do a little spark interview of her story of her not being a runner first off, and then having injury, having pain, getting an evaluation, getting a running analysis, figuring out what the problem was, getting her on a plan, as well as her being consistent with the plan, as well as her training. So those are the things that really led to success because the hamstring, did it bother you at all leading up to this past weekend? No. no. So you were able to run the race. You weren't worried about your hamstring. You weren't scared that you were going to blow your hamstring out, um, that you were going to tear it. So those are the things um, that I think are really the take-home points. And especially, as I mentioned yesterday, guys, I've never seen so many injured runners before than I saw on Disney um, because a lot of people don't train to run, unfortunately, right? So the main principle is train to run, and they don't, and they wing it, and they're either running through injuries when they even get down there um, or they're suffering some significant injuries. Uh, remember, your body's need time to adapt and i think everything that you really implemented was it was like nice for me to see i guess from a different perspective usually it's with 
clients that I'm working with and I'm always checking in on them and you know how it is with you know families we get busy and a lot of times our conversations aren't going to be you know how's your hamstring feeling it's like all right did you empty the dishwasher or did gabby have her snack yet um because she's got to go to bed right <laughs> say hi gabs hi. <laughs> um so that's gabby uh she just took her shower and now she's got to get ready for her snack we can't see you you got to come over more there you go so that's our youngest that's gabby she's uh 10 going on uh 16. what uh, <laughs> <I'm not> 16. <laughs> um so i just wanted to share that story um so linda says congrats thank you um, <laughs> this is our little uh ham over here this is gonna be nala in the play at our school for lion king um, but I hope that story was helpful. Guys, if that was helpful for you, just put in helpful into the comment box just to hear kind of, I guess, a true story. Um, just telling you the truth. Um, and thank you for sharing your story with all of us. Thank you for having me. And thank you for making your appearance. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you have anything you want to share, Gabs? Um, this guy's amazing. <laughs> I did not pay her to say that, by the way. I didn't pay her to say that whatsoever. So we're going to actually enjoy a little family night. This is a rare occasion, like I said, that I'm actually home at this time. Um, so we're going to finish getting ready and just want to jump on here real quick on a random Tuesday night. We'll call this uh, Tuesday Night Spark. Um, and, but if you guys haven't checked out the Monday Night Spark from last week and this week, uh, stay tuned. We're going to be getting more in-depth every Monday night, 8 p.m., tune in. And if you want more information on the running injury clinic services that we have that Deb actually experienced, um, just head over to sparkyourtraining.com and you'll be able to find out more information. And if you, I would love to jump on a call with you if you're having some similar issues that Deb was having, whether it's ankle pain, instability, hamstring pain, knee pain, Achilles pain, things that are limiting your running, that you're nervous about the spring ramp up. And stay tuned, guys. I got a very exciting announcement for you later this week. So I cannot wait to uh, announce that to you guys here in our group. But it's going to be big, uh, exciting news for uh, spring races. All right. I hope everyone has a fantastic evening. Uh, Scotty's two-thirds of the Scotty, three-quarters, three-quarters of the, the Scotty's. The other ones they're watching TV, so. <laughs> three-quarters of the Scotty's say have a good night. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you and I hope you got a lot of value out of it. And I hope that becoming a healthy runner is as exciting for you as it is for me. I hope you can see that this podcast can not only benefit your running, but your overall health as well. If I said something that resonated with you, then jump over to our free Facebook group called Healthy Runner. I give live trainings in there every single week to the hundreds of members. I answer questions directly in there and absolutely love hearing the takeaway and wins that you have from this show. More on the show at sparkyourtraining.com for our latest articles, resources, and specific exercise videos I mentioned in the show. You can also head over to any of my social media accounts at sparkyourtraining where I include lots of free content for all the ideas I talked about in the show. If you have learned anything from this podcast, I would really appreciate if you headed over 
to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and rated and reviewed it, as well as pass it along to your runner friends so they can have the same tools and ideas that you now have. If you have any questions, suggestions, and show ideas, the best way to reach out is through your favorite social media platform. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you. Stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Now it's time to strap in and get ready for the next episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast.